Hey everyone, and welcome back to Beauty, Travel, and Sophistication. I am your host, God's Masterpiece 22. Thank you all so much once again for tuning in to another episode right here. Uh, This is going to be all about what's going on in the world right now with our pandemic, the COVID-19. So please stay tuned. All right, so as we know, the COVID-19, which is an illness that affects your lungs and your airways, uh, caused by the virus known as coronavirus, has been going on for over a month. I've been following the news day in and day out, and I know they said the first case was early February. However, there could have been cases before that I've seen people talk about how they had some of the symptoms I'm going to read off to you. And they think they had it at one point, but it just wasn't known to everyone. So symptoms of the COVID-19 include a fever, tiredness, you know, you have a dry cough, aches and pains, nasal congestion, a runny nose, sore throat, diarrhea, and even shortness of breath. And... Right now, on average, it takes five to six days from when someone is infected with the virus to show symptoms. And it can take up to 14 days, I know, as well. Usually, people with the illness can make it through within 14 days. Some may be longer. Now, people that do have the mild symptoms are told to stay isolated um, or seek medical attention if you have a fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. And my source was cdc.gov. Now, I understand that they say, hey, listen, if you have mild symptoms, stay home. But what if, to you, you believe your symptoms are mild and they're really not as mild as the doctors say they are? Uh, Right now, when I was looking at the statistics of COVID-19, in the U.S. alone, we have 847,849 with the illness, and then an additional 27,983. As far as deaths, it said 47,349, and an added 2,581. Those that recovered are 77,021, and an additional 2006. Globally, we have 2,614 um, 2, confirmed cases with an added 67,513. Uh, deaths include 182,004 plus an additional 6,383. And recovered is 706,636 and an additional 28,079. Now, Of course, we want to always be happy and grateful for the recovered patients, right? First of all, I don't like to hear that so many cases have been reported and so many people didn't make it through. I've seen on my news feed on Facebook of how many people lost close loved ones due to this sickness. And I know they say there are some people out there that are asymptomatic, meaning you don't show any symptoms. And so people can easily get it from those individuals. 
and it's it's so sad and it's unfortunate to see what's going on in the world and I didn't ever expect this to ever happen I remember when it first came to light I didn't take it seriously and I know probably some of you guys didn't either I thought oh yeah it's gonna pass right now it's in Europe it's not gonna hit the U.S. and then boom it hit the U.S. and then we had bigger fish to fry people were still going out I remember me there was a Chris Tucker comedy concert and I got a chance to go to that with my boyfriend we went to New Orleans in February for Valentine's Day week I wish you can check out my video on that on youtube.com forward slash God's Masterpiece 22. And like I said, we went to the comedy concert. And at that point, I had asked my boyfriend, like, do you think people are actually going to come because of this whole virus thing? And he was like, yeah. And it was flooded. It was packed with thousands of people. I remember we went out early March, you know, to, uh, you know, go out on a town And we were very careless and reckless, I would say, in my opinion. And then, boom, a few weeks into March, I started having shortness of breath. It just felt like no other. And I ended up going to the ER three times. I was nervous. I was scared. I had faith in God. I did. But the flesh was saying, oh my gosh, what if? I got really nervous. I'd cry lots of times, you know, just asking God to heal me. I always had praise and worship going on. I had so many people praying for me. I didn't know what to expect. I would go get checked into the ER and they would say, your vitals are good. Your oxygen level is at 100%. You know, your x-rays came out great. Chest x-rays is what I meant to say, came out great. You know, your uh, EKG came out great. You're perfectly fine. You know, the blood that was drawn came out great. And every time I went, they always said that. And I'm like, well, what is the issue? And I remember I said to my doctor, you know what? I don't know what it is, but I know where I've been living, my situation. For those of you guys that are military, you already know how it is with base housing. Unfortunately... Sometimes people before you have pets and you don't know exactly how housing is going to be. And I was living at housing and the people before me had pets or a pet. I don't know. I knew they had a dog. I don't know if they had a cat. But when I moved in, I didn't really smell it. And then a few weeks ago, it heightened. Oh my gosh, the urine of the dog smell was just all in my nose That ammonia smell was killing me, guys. And I was like, this isn't safe. This isn't healthy. I can't stay here. My breathing was getting worse. So I didn't really know if it was from the pets or was it because I never wanted to claim it that it was COVID. And so I said, the best thing for me to do is to get checked out. And I went to my doctor and I remember I went... About 14 days later, you know, I wanted to do what everyone else said do. Stay home and get better. But my thing is, I don't go to the ER often. And if I have to go to the ER, that means there's a problem. And I remember when I finally went to my primary care provider, he was like, well, if you did have it, the symptoms would be gone away because, gone already because 
you've been having the shortness of breath for over 14 days. I remember during the time I went to the ER, I went to two different hospitals because the first hospital didn't want to do anything. And I was like, I need to know what's going on. And they said, hey, if you have any other issues, go see a primary care provider. And you wonder how many people out there that had the virus that didn't make it, unfortunately, was told the same thing and they didn't take steps to continue on the process. And I remember I went to another hospital and they did the same thing. (coughs) Excuse me. And the nurse or the doctor that was there told me, you know, they may be able to test you, but I'm not sure. And I remember before I got discharged, one of the nurses came in and said, yeah, you know, when you go to see your primary care provider, let them know that you want to get tested and they'll be able to test you for it. And to my surprise, I couldn't understand why the doctor hadn't just told me the same thing. Anyways, I went to my primary care provider and they were able to get me to get tested. And I went to the window, but at this point, guys, I hadn't really seen too much videos of how far they stick the swab up your nose. And I felt so bad that I wasn't able to complete the test. They started putting it up my nose and I could not do it. I hesitated and I think I wasn't prepared for it like how I should have been. And I felt bad that I wasted someone's test that possibly could have had it. Do I have it? I believe in Jesus' name that I never did have it. I don't know to this day. But what I do know is I wasn't feeling the best. And I had prayers coming from left, right, up, down, north, south, everywhere, you name it, state to state, city to city, worldwide. And I am so grateful to know that I had prayers coming from all over the region because I needed it. You know, when I felt low, other people were praying, intercessing for me, knowing that I was gonna be okay, my family was okay, they were not scared. You know, my boyfriend was fine. And I think having that reassurance, knowing that they were okay, didn't fully make me all better. I was like, are you guys crazy? You guys aren't taking this as serious as I am because I was really worried, guys. I'd be eating, having shortness of breath. The only time I felt I didn't have shortness of breath was when I went to sleep. But I didn't have any other symptoms but that. I had no temperature and I was like, what is going on? And so I just prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. I was like, listen, it's well with my soul, but this isn't the way I expected, you know, for me to go. Um, But to see all the the recoveries has just been an amazing, amazing feeling for me to see how people have recovered, how I'm doing better. Grateful for that and thankful to God for that. I pray that I don't have to have any friends or family members experience what I had to go through because it was so sad and I don't wish it on my worst enemy. Tea kind of helped a little bit, but not really. I tried doing breathing exercises. I tried meditating. I mean, guys, I was trying to do it all. I was working out more, trying, because at this point I wasn't really working out. I was going out for fresh air. I was like, I don't know what else to do. I left my home and I didn't have the issue as bad. So I didn't know if, like I said, I didn't know if it was a combination. And so, you know, at this point I have to relocate and um, thank God I'm able to do that. But I want people to take it serious, get your mask, wear your mask. If you have to go out to get food, please wear your mask. I get it, everyone's not gonna be home cooking, but you have to go out at some point to get something to eat, right? But be safe. 
be safe, be safe, wash your hands as always. I remember growing up, my dad would always say, wash your hands. Anytime we'd be going out somewhere, wash your hands. Did you wash your hands before we'd eat? And I sometimes would be so into eating, wanting to eat the food that I would be like, oh, shoot. And he would tell my brother that and I all the time, did you wash your hands? We'd be leaving drive through from McDonald's and I wanted to just have their soggy fry. Did you wash your hands? Wait till you get home. And I see how important it is to wash your hands with soap. I think we all took hand sanitizer for granted. You know, we knew it was there. We knew it was around, but we didn't always use it, right? We just would eat our food or go use the bathroom, not wash our hands with soap. And now everyone is beginning to realize just how important hand sanitizer is, how washing your hands with soap is so critical. And I hope after everything is back to normal, everyone will still continue to be proactive with being clean. I don't understand how toilet paper went by so fast. I know everyone was wondering what the heck, but I think it was because people knew at some point stores were gonna shut down. And I guess they'd probably be taking a lot of number twos. I don't know, but (laughs) whatever it was, it was unfortunate of how selfish you saw people in general, not the American people, but people in general, because I'm sure it was happening globally. I hear now it's not as bad, but I had to have my mom ship me toilet paper, guys, because I couldn't find any. All you saw was paper towels. And I think people were actually using paper towels as in replace of toilet paper. And that stops up your toilet. And that's not good. They were using wipes and you're not supposed to use that. But hey, desperate times call for desperate measures. But in all seriousness, guys, um, please make sure that you are taking this time to bond with your family Stay in the word. Um, yeah, contact people you haven't contacted in a while, but then definitely stay in touch with them afterwards. Um, start a new hobby. Get your business plan set. Start school if you can online. Um, focus on losing weight. I know some are gaining it by the day because, hey, you're home all day. You're working from home, you know. Um, and like I said before, your stress levels are going up because your kids are home all day, bored, finishing schoolwork from their online courses via, you know, their teacher teaching the class and now they want to play um, and things like that. So anyways, I wanted to talk a little bit more about stuff going on in the news. I look at the news, like I said, every day. I can't look at it for too long because obviously it's depressing and it's sad. But the latest is Georgia, South Carolina and Tennessee are planning on reopening. What the heck? What the heck? Is all I can say. They're opening as early as Friday. And what we're on Wednesday right now, uh, they plan on opening up bowling alleys, barber shops, nail and hair salons, massage parlors, body art studios, as known as tattoo shops, therapy businesses, because you know people are going to need therapy. But how do you maintain social distancing? People were saying in, article, in, the, in the article I was reading on CNN. They're opening gyms and bowling alleys. And they're like, well, for gyms and bowling alleys, people are required to touch the same equipment. If you think about it, when I go to a bowling alley, I never in a million years said to myself, oh my gosh, I'm going to bowl. Let me sanitize the balls. Never. I mean, when I go to a gym, I should have been doing this, but I would always sanitize after I was done. And I should have been sanitizing before. I know. Shame on me. But when you go to a nail salon, like, I don't understand. Like, you can't maintain social distancing. 
even if they're only allowing two people in at a time, the people that are doing your nails may not have it. But one of those people that's standing in line may have it. And all it takes is for one person going in to get their nails done to spread it and boom, it spreads like wildfire. And remember, not everyone got tested. So not everybody knows if they have it or not. Um, As far as massage parlors, I don't think that's a good idea. Tattoos, again, I don't think any of these is a good idea. So when you go get your hair done, men, how are you maintaining social distancing? Even for females getting their hair done, you can't. And I don't uh, encourage this. I know at the beginning when everything started, I wasn't the best at doing the right thing, guys. I went and got my hair done. I did. I did. And I regretted it afterwards because I wasn't being safe. My birthday was coming up and I wanted to look good on my birthday. But I mean, I was indoors. So yes, I'm looking good for myself, but I could have been looking raggedy. (laughs) Or not raggedy, because I would have still looked partway decent. But you just got to think twice about these things before we go out and do it. South Carolina governor plans to open up furniture stores, bookstores, music stores, flowers, stores, clothing stores, accessory and department stores, um, as well as sporting goods and flea markets, as long as they open at a 20% capacity or five people per 1,000 square feet. And beaches will open Tuesday at noon. And Tennessee will reopen on April 30th. And their 89 counties will reopen on May 1st. So beaches are ready. (coughs) Excuse me, guys. Still, you know, going through the motions, but I'm going to be okay. Um, Right now, beaches are open in Florida. It disgusts me because, you know, that's where I claim home. And they have been opening back up. And, of course, Florida residents do not care. They are going out there in the beach to get fresh air, walking their dogs, running, exercising, biking, whatever. And right now, gatherings of 50 or more are prohibited. And beaches are open from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Now, in one of the articles I was reading from CNN, it basically said people are not following instructions. Of course not. Did you think otherwise? They are not maintaining social distancing. It's more than 50 people out there. People have to understand that... We, so many people are dying. There is a reason why things have been shut down for this long. We are trying to protect your health. And people don't care. People don't care. They're like, I want to go out and get fresh air. I've been locked up for so long. Enjoy your home. You're halfway. You're not there anyways because you're always at work. Now you've been home for a few weeks and it's like you want to leave. Enjoy your home. You pay for mortgage. You pay for rent. You might as well enjoy your space. I get it. People are like, it's one thing to voluntarily stay at home. And it's another another thing to be forced to stay at home. Enjoy your time at home watching movies on Netflix, Hulu, (coughs) excuse me, wherever you are, play video games, get caught up on shows, but enjoy the time inside, you know, self-quarantine and do what you can inside. Maybe you got to do some home repairs I've seen Lowe's packed of cars. I've seen Target loaded with people. And I'm pretty sure some people are in there shopping for everyday things like clothing and accessories and not like the essentials that you need, like soap and toilet paper. I get it. People are bored. But make this time useful. We will make, I pray to God, we don't have anything like this happen to us again. 
but businesses are closed to stop the spread. And here's the thing. I was looking at some articles and people are protesting to have businesses open back up. For what? Be safe. There were signs that said freedom over fear. Or another sign read, give me liberty or give me death. What? Come on, guys. Like, how ignorant does that sound? Um, I showed my boyfriend that one. And he was like, that's just ignorant. I'm like, it is. No, that wasn't the one that he said that was ignorant. It was give me liberty or give me COVID-19. Now, that is ignorant to the 1,000th power. You don't want COVID. People are saying how bad it is. How unfortunate it is that they didn't think they were going to make it. They're in the hospital bed, literally on a respirator machine, just to be able to breathe. People are crying and begging for people to do the right thing and stay home. Like they had to witness their loved one take their last breath via video chat or on the phone call. They can't bury their loved ones because they can't be around them. Like this is serious, guys. They can't do that. They got to send these bodies over to like, I think they have a, um, was it incubator or whatnot? Like a big um, truck where they're just piling up bodies. You can't have no funeral for your family. It's sad. Um, people are protesting, saying all businesses are essential. That was another sign. But um, all these protesters had no gloves on. They had no mask on. And I'm like, yeah, you want your jobs, but what about your life? Right? I get it. Like, people are losing business. They're like, hey, (coughs) I can't afford to pay my employees. I'm using up all my savings. And I get it. You're in a financial hardship. It is hard for a lot of people. You are not the only one. And here's the thing. Yes, you may lose your business, but what would you rather? Lose your life? And then you have family members trying to figure out how they're going to pay your expenses for your funeral. I mean, literally, I know we got like the whole um, $1,200 for like the, um, you know, stipend or whatnot. And those that uh, have dependents or, you know, rugrats or children have an extra $600, I think, per child or whatnot. I don't really remember because that doesn't pertain to me, but I get it. It's not going to pay all the bills. It's not supposed to. It's just supposed to help you when it comes to um, feeding your family and getting the essentials that you need. My prayer is that people will listen to all these stories of people that are dying, those that are recovering and making it, and telling you guys how serious this issue is. It's a pandemic, guys. This is affecting everyone all over the world. Yes, we've been shut down for over a month, but if it takes seven, eight months press be back up and open and ready to you know basically be back to normal then so be it won't it ever be a normal again i don't know i think it's going to take a long time for us to be back to the new it'll be a new normal for a while i know for me i won't be going out anywhere for a long time i celebrated my birthday in quarantine i was fine with that i'm not risking my life to do anything that i don't need to do i would love to have, have been able to celebrate my birthday out and had a good time, but you know what? It didn't happen that way. And that's okay. I'm totally fine. I was grateful just to see another year and to still be here among the land of the living. Um, And hey, when everything's over, I'll celebrate then. But I want everyone to stay safe, do the right thing. 
Yes, go out and get fresh breeze by taking a walk around your neighborhood, but do it safely, wear a mask, whether you're going through drive-thru, whether you gotta go into a, a store, do not forget your mask. I remember driving and I had to get drive-thru and I passed, um, it was a store and I saw people going in without a mask. They look like everyday people, like it was a, a regular day, as if nothing was going on in this world that's, you know, killing people. And, um, you know, maintaining the whole social distancing thing is huge for some people because some people don't know what that means. But we really need to take heed. And I hope that it does continue even after everything is back to normal because people need to realize that some people may still have it once we're done. And it may still take time. But they're telling us to stay indoors so that we don't continue to spread it. The more we are outside, we're spreading it. And it's never going to die down if we don't follow directions. Please, guys, stay indoors if you don't need anything. I'm begging you. It's affecting so many people. And it's not fair of how many people have lost their lives by people that could have prevented it by just staying in and stopping the spread. Please, please, please stop the spread. I don't want it to continue. I don't think anyone wants it to continue. And the numbers go up of people that have been dying. It's just sad. It's really sad. The last one was the Spanish flu. I heard that happen. And that killed millions. I don't want the same thing to happen with this. I know people want to open up and get back to normal. But let's do it thinking smart. You know, let's do it thinking, hey, let's do things the right way, the smart way. Um, I wanted to come just to talk about that because this is something that I feel is going to be here for a little bit longer. I'm grateful that I can telework <coughs> for right now, and that's great. Um, being home, you know, not really having to worry about getting my hair done and getting dressed in uniform, but just being in regular clothes and relaxing. And I feel for those that don't have that opportunity, they have to work each and every day because they are mission essential. I'm praying for you guys each and every day, keeping you in my prayers. I really hope and pray that you guys will be okay. Everyone else on the front line as well, I'm praying for you guys as well. I've heard of nurses that have been on the front lines and that then were um, affected and died because of this um, pandemic, you know? And I know of some people that quit. One girl made headline news when she quit because she had uh, her health condition and she said, I can't. I mean, yeah, she's not getting paid, but she had to make that decision to not work anymore because she had a family to raise. And I understand, you know, some people are like, listen, I have to work because if I don't work, bills aren't getting paid. And that's a problem. I uh, am so grateful for all the companies out there that are pushing back and letting people not pay bills for a while. They understand the hardships that people are going through right now. And I think that's good. I know, <coughs> excuse me, it's not going to last forever. But I mean, at, at least right now, they are helping out the best way that they can. And that's what matters. I want everyone to just say a prayer for those out there that are still suffering. And I'll actually say a prayer to you right now as well. Um, uh, but dear Lord, let's pray. I just thank you for today. Another day that we have made it. Another day that you have allowed us to live. 
And I thank you, Lord God, for healing those out there that have been suffering, not only from COVID-19, but other diseases and other health issues. I am praying, Lord God, right now that people will take heed, that they will see what's going on in the world and stay in to not have others affected. I just pray for those that are going through hardships that they will lean on you and that you will give them a sense of peace that they will not have to stress and worry about how they are going to live in the next coming weeks. I pray for those that are on the front lines, Lord God, give them the strength to carry on. I know that there are out people out there that are fearing for their lives. I just pray, Lord God, that you will keep them and let them know that you have them. I just pray, Lord God, that these numbers will go down very soon and that soon enough we will be back to normal. I pray that this won't become our new normal and that eventually we will be able to get back to normal. But I pray that people will be able to slow down, spend it with their families and loved ones and realize how critical and important it is to stay sanitized always, not just now, but even after everything ends. I just pray that people that don't know you will ask, what must I do to be saved? That they will wanna learn about who you are and how you're the healer, you're the provider, you're a way maker, and you are the one that can heal people. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and you will always be here. I pray, Lord God, that you just give these people hope and that they will be able to sleep at night, wake up every morning knowing that you got them and that as long as you are in their lives, they don't have to worry. I just pray, Lord God, right now that people are on their deathbed, that you will change it around for them, Lord God. A miracle will occur and they will be healed. I just pray, Lord God, that we just keep our eyes steadfast on you and that we just put all our trust on you, like what we should have been doing from the beginning. I pray all these things, Lord God, in your name. Amen. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. And if you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so. It is www.youtube.com forward slash God's Masterpiece 22. And if you'd like to share this episode, please do. Anchor.fm forward slash Bravo. That's B, T for Tango and S, Sierra. Anchor.fm forward slash B, T and S. Also, other people can hear this episode. Make sure that you keep tuning in for more episodes to come. Continue to pray for me and my family, and I'll be praying for yours as well. And I'll be back for another episode real soon, guys. You guys be safe, take care, and tell your loved ones how much you love them. All right, guys, talk to you soon.